And so I'm giving them like needle after needle, just pumping insulin into him, pumping insulin, trying to bring him down. The lady in front of me turns around. She's like, miss, your son's kicking my seat. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'll make him sit on his feet. I'm just trying to get her to sleep and like, I'll monitor it. I'm so, so sorry. Like I'm such a people pleaser. When you put the, um, the tray down, like it kind of like moves a little bit. She turns around again and she goes, miss, is there like not something else you could give him? Like, he's just still like kind of moving my seat around. I started bawling and I said, I don't know if you've noticed, but I had given my son 10 needles. And I showed her all the needles in my little needle bag. I've given him 10 needles since I've been sitting here. He has type one diabetes. I said, he's got ketones right now. He's not doing good. I'm trying my best. I have an 18 month old on me. So then she looks at me. She's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. She, the girl again was like, after like an hour, she's like, I apologize again. And I said, Hey, take this as a lesson learned. You don't know what people are going through. You're listening to Breaking the Ice, a podcast and community created for wives and girlfriends of professional hockey players, but since has turned into so much more. Stories shared by women around the globe who come together for a sense of connection and community. You may be in the sports industry, a hockey parent, an athlete, or a person who just enjoys podcasts but I can promise you, you'll be inspired by these women every single day while we evolve through the tips, tricks, do's and don'ts for all things hockey. And guess what? So much more. For women, by women, but especially for a hockey community. So lace them up and tune in for a new episode every Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Good morning. Welcome back to Breaking the Ice. If you are new here. This is a podcast that I had created for wives and girlfriends of professional hockey players. But since then, a lot of people listen who are not even with hockey players. They just enjoy the podcast. Maybe they're a hockey player themselves or in the sports world. Um, This is very relatable for women everywhere. We don't just sit around and talk about hockey the entire time. Um, You know, it's more of a lifestyle podcast and I absolutely love connecting with all of the amazing people each week. Episodes come out every single Wednesday, and I am happy you are here. Today on the podcast, I have Danielle Frazier joining me, and Danielle is the wife of Jamie Frazier. They have been together for 15 years. So she has been, she has done her time in this hockey world, and they are currently playing in VLOC, Austria. So that's about three and a half hours from where I am in Vienna, Austria. So we had kind of a late night happy hour. We had a couple glasses of wine and we really just chatted. And honestly, this episode brought me so much laughter. We laughed for probably 75% of it. So I know for a fact, I'm not just saying this because I'm biased, but listening back to our recording, I was seriously cracking up. And I think you're going to feel like you're just kind of hanging out with us and having some wine as well. Yeah, we, we pretty much just talk about all the things. We talk about how they used to play in the U.S. and what made them make the plunge over to Europe, where they have been for pretty much the majority of their hockey life. Um, they've spent the majority of their hockey time in Austria, and or Daniel's husband played here in Vienna for six seasons, um, which is where we are now, obviously. So... We talked about 
kind of the similarities and the differences of what it was then and now. And um, we talk about living in Europe. Her son also has type one diabetes. So she shares about what that journey has been like for her and her family, how they found out about it, what she's learned about it. And she wants to help educate other people about the signs, the symptoms, and just kind of what it is to have a child that has type one diabetes. Danielle also goes back and forth every single season. So she doesn't stay full time because she is a teacher. So she goes back to keep up with her teaching and also for her kids to be in school. In between all of these things, we share, like I said, a lot, a lot of laughs. So I know you will love this episode. Share to your story if you're listening today, and I hope you have a good rest of your week. <laughs> That's all you need. Just one ear. Yeah, we're good. And did you have time to eat? Oh, yeah. I shoveled a burger down. We're good. Okay, good. Good, good. I love that. Yes, we're both full and, you know, pasta for yeah. you and yeah. hamburger for me. <laughs> and my third glass of wine. So we're going, we're going good. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I, um, when I sent you that picture on Instagram that I was going to get wine, I had to yeah. stop in DM to get Crosby some pouches. And I went over yeah. to like the mini bar to get wine and the line, of course, there was so many people. So I was like, whatever, I'm just like not going in there. Cause that's, there's, that's going to yeah. take forever. So then I was like, oh, I don't have wine. But then I remembered I had a bottle in the fridge. So I was saved oh, by my saved. bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't even believe that you guys don't really drink. Like, I feel like it's like comes with this lifestyle, right? Like, and I just like, feel like, I don't know. I, I, I admire that. I think that's amazing. Cause I feel like we'd be really rich. <laughs> I know. Spend- well, I drink almost, I mean, I have like a glass of wine or sometimes too, like every night but I mean yeah yeah, we don't really go out but I saw like your little group outing uh like that looks so fun oh do you know the next morning I woke up and had and I literally was like oh my god I posted those videos there's a pandemic (laughs) I woke up at 6 a.m with like the biggest like anxiety attack I went back and I delete 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 and then all of a sudden that day I'm not I kid you not that day, <laughs> the whole team got everyone going. was writing me, everyone was writing me private messages. Like, is there not a pandemic? Like, holy shit. Can you teleport me to where you are? Oh my God. I can't even, I can't even like, I need to be there. And I'm like, I must've had like, I swear to God, 50 inboxes of like people being like, <laughs> Oh my God. And then I just like clued in. I'm like, was I an idiot? Like, how did I think it was acceptable to put those videos on, on Instagram? Oh, so you didn't, I you didn't post delete, anything delete. bad. Well, we, I mean, we're all dancing in a, in a hut in the middle of a pandemic. That's and then true. That day, <laughs> that day, the whole Jamie, well, Jamie gets Corona and like five other guys. And then like that. And then I was like, oh my God, like, I hope super fans or whoever, like if someone was to see, wasn't like, oh, well, look at the wives went out partying last night or like, even like the bartender, I was the DJ. I was like, <laughs> I was on his phone, like, just like trying to pick like spice girls. And I'm like, Oh my God, he's probably like, Holy shit. Like these hockey wives are, you know, these okay. hockey wives are, I feel yeah. like we are so much alike because so much. 
I just like, I'm always the DJ at like every party I go to. Yeah. Like in college, I was always the person that was like picking the playlist for the party. And like, if anyone was putting on like shitty music, I was like, move over, you're done. Let, like, Same. let me put on some good, like old vibes that everybody wants yeah. to sing and dance to. Like, even you just sang yeah. Spice Girls. I'm like, yes. Like that's well, something- even like Robin show me love. Like, I'm like, how good is that song? <laughs> and, yeah. But the thing is, I don't know the words and I can't dance. Like, and so my friends always make fun of me. Cause I'm like, I, I dance to the words, not the rhythm. Like I have no rhythm. And you're just I, a hyper yeah. girl. Yes, That's what DJs yes, are. Absolutely. They just hype everyone yes. else up. You get I the party going. Yes. Dance like an idiot. Make a fool out of myself. Like the girls had videos of me singing. I want to dance with somebody. And I was mortified because <laughs> like, I didn't realize like they all had all sent it in the group. Like, oh my God, like Danielle had the bottle of booze that I was singing. I want to dance with somebody. And I'm like, who am I? Like, this is, I woke up in the morning. I'm like, I'm so ugly. I'm so ugly. <laughs> It actually reminds me of like, I mean, now I feel like our brains have matured since like college days, but like, I mean, I used to post some like really bad stuff. Like, I mean, I would post videos of myself being like, are you joking me? Like, just like wasted, like on the internet, like to God, same, same. And then the next, but, and then the next morning you're like embarrassed, but like, you're just like, oh, it still looks fun. It's still acceptable. And then now I'm like, oh my God, like never, yes. and never, ever, 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 ever. Or like concerts when you're like singing, like you're like at the concert singing, Ew. posting a video yes. of a concert and, you're and you don't know if people can hear you singing. Oh, I agree. It's, Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, it'll be like, ugly. I don't know. You're at Britney Spears and you're in the background, like I'm toxic and yeah. you're like posting it, but it's so loud. So you can't yes. hear yourself. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so me. It's that's so me. But so you know what? I, I said to the, cause the, one of the girls came up to me and was like, you always have so much fun. And I said, honestly, that's my thing. I don't care to go out and make a fool out of myself. Cause I do every single time, but I want to make sure everyone has the best night. And that's like, if that, if everyone had the best night, I've done my job. Yeah. I literally feel like it's like, I just make every night to be a good night. And I like, I feel that for you. Like when I see your post, like, I just feel like you like, seriously, there's just like positive energy, just like shooting out of you. And you like always look just so like, like you always just look like you're having so much fun, which is such a good thing, especially like in this time that we're living in and like, just trying to make the best. I'm like, I need you to like, come live near me, (laughs) please. I mean, I am a little upset. We our paths didn't cross. Cause like I said, we were in Vienna for six years and I truly thought like, I'm like, okay, we are going to be that. We are going to be that couple that stays there for like the record amount of years because we loved it there. And it was just comfortable. We had Jackson there. And I was like, Vienna's like Vienna had the biggest spot in my heart. Then when we were like, okay, let's try something new. I remember being like, nothing's going to beat Vienna. Like who beat, what beats Vienna? And all the girls were like, oh, V-Lock is unbelievable. It was our favorite seasons. And I'm like, V-Lock? Like pretty much being like, you're joking. Like, yeah. How does V-Lock beat Vienna? And then I remember we got here. Well, the first year was kind of a blur because um, we, Jack got diagnosed with diabetes. So we like literally got here and I was like, I, everything was like, Cause Vienna's flat. There's, it's literally flat, right? It's yeah. just buildings. Where you, no, where like, you live, it's gorgeous. Like I always stunning. see your guys' stories. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, you look yeah, like you're in like a mountain town. 
yeah, it's like lakes and mountains and just, you know what it is? It's, there's so much to do outside and Mm -hmm. in Vienna, like, I mean, you're like, let's stroll downtown or just go to the mall. And, you know, and at the end of the day, it's like, it's repetitive because it's just, you're seeing beautiful buildings, but it's, you're not like up a mountain, um, tobogganing. I mean, I'm sure you can do that in Vienna, but when we got here, I was like, Oh my God, I get it. Like I finally get it. The only thing is Jack, Jack needs some, some older buddies. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he, that, how old he is he? Boys. He's seven. He just turned seven, but okay. yeah, that's, uh, we'll get into that. Cause that's, yeah. yeah, that's the, that's the one thing that holds me out. Like makes us stay home there. There was 16 kids and they were all his age. Wow. Literally all of his age. Every year there was 16, 17 kids. Then Vienna that's was not, like, that's not how it we're is. We're not here. doing families anymore. No, the last two, three years, they like, didn't get families. Like we used to have, I'm swear, I swear. 17 to 20 kids and they were all Jackson's age or older. Um, and then I, it was just the best. It was amazing. And then we'd all meet at the pool. We'd have wine at the pool, which is the pool even open for you guys. Um, yeah, it is actually like, even in the summer when you told me like, well, have you gone down to the pool? I'm like, Oh "Oh, yeah, I forgot that was there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think every night, like I would clean, I'd be like, Kate, bring Jack to the pool after dinner. And I would clean the apartment and he'd just be down to the pool and then come back and everything would be set. He'd have a shower there and then he'd come home, bring him to bed. Yeah. Wait, where did, where were you guys in? So we were like D D complex. I think it's the last one that was like on the main floor. Um, and then that's what I'm in. yeah. Yeah. So you're in D so you're the elevator. You'd be at the elevator up, but I was the main floor, the ground floor. Cause you don't have to, you don't have to take you don't have to cross over to the pool, right? You just take the elevator down and then walk down that hall. Um, right? No, we do have to cross over to the pool. So we're on the other oh, side. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You cross over, but then that elevator, you don't have to leave the building, really. No, yeah, no. No, that's the thing. You don't have to leave the building because you're in Gratons and Old Apples. And I'm trying to guess, think of who else was there. Maybe the Brocklehurst were there too. Yeah, there's another one that is like the same... Um, yeah style but the this room is on the upstairs and then their main level is their main level I I kind of like the only thing I don't like about this one is like I feel that when we walk in I mean I'm not complaining because honestly this is like the biggest apartment we've had but this one is like nice I'm like really happy with it but it's yeah gosh I feel like when you have kids you know like you're coming in and I'm like it's just such a cluster f I'm like when we walk in, it's like the junk room. And I, and I, it's hate- literally the junk room. I yeah. love what you said that it was the same thing on my, my head, the ground floor too. Like some people would leave their strollers outside. I was like tempted to leave. You have my, my big stroller in the, when you first come in and I'm like, sorry guys, just push my stroller. Like, yeah. It's just, it's yeah. It's just the setup is you almost needed like a bigger kind of main floor. I only had, we only had one floor. We only yeah. had that one that t- we had two bedrooms. That's it. You guys have a three three bedroom, right? We have three. Yeah. So two upstairs. So Crosby's is right next to mine. And then this ground one, but it's just like, I hate walking into like a mess, but I'm like, I never have time to like, so you walk in and then you have to go up the stairs to the main level. Oh, honestly, we would just Sundays, we would all get together in an apartment. There'd be the 10, 12 kids running around. We'd have Mm -hmm. coffee almost every day. I would call everyone over, just come over for coffee. And then we'd meet up at the pool or we'd, you know, go to the zoo or do whatever, but it was just families. And I just feel like now it's like, we're like the old ones, you know, mm-hmm. and no one has kids. They're, they're all single guys. So I was looking up your husband. Cause I always like, just to get a general, yeah. like outline yeah. of like their 
you know, where you've been and stuff. Yeah. And I, I didn't realize yeah. that you guys had been in Vienna for six years. Well, that, and that's the thing we've only ever been on teams for a long time. So, you know, I, yeah, we're fortunate that we kind of always know where we're going to be. Like Jamie doesn't leave a season till he pretty much knows it's going to be back. Like it, it just happens that way. Like he had signed three years in Vienna. And then by the end of the year, he would just always kind of know that we were going back. And so that was awesome because I'm like amazing. I get to keep all my stuff there. There's no stress, whatever. But then I talked to people that like, they have seen, like they were in Balsano, they were in Linz, they were in Dormer and they were in Innsbruck. And I'm like, another part of me is like, okay, I don't, wouldn't have wanted that stress of like boxing it up and whatever. But also like, I've never, I would have loved to have been like, I lived in Balsano. I lived in, you know, yeah. all these other places to be able to compare more. Like I'm like, I have Vienna and Vlock. I, th- well, I mean, I think and Ljubljana. Would... We lived in Ljubljana. Oh yeah, I did. Which actually that. is like the most romantic city in the world. It's like a hidden gem. It really is. It's literally a hidden gem. And like we were just newly married, so newlyweds. So like secretly, that was kind of like our honeymoon. And I mean, like a, a wine was a dollar or a euro and fifty cents, and like my water was. 250. So I'm like, well, obviously <laughs> not going to drink the water. I'm going to yeah. drink the wine. <laughs> we got to pick I'm, the obvious choice right? here. <laughs> like, and then like, I just remember going into the grocery store and being like, is this for real? Like the wine was not that I'm like, I mean, I just, I love my wine. So I was like, it was two euros and like 99 cents. And I couldn't believe it. Like I was floored. Yeah. You're like, is this going to taste so like cheap ass or is this going to be yeah good and it's well and it's then good. in Ljubljana they give you a stick I can't drive stick I'm like oh my gosh so I literally just like walked around and you know and then you have like I walk into my apartment and it's all orange because everything in Europe is orange right like so I walk in and it's like this tiny little has a bidet and I'm like <laughs> no no shower curtains no nothing our kitchen's an armpit and I'm sitting there going like oh my gosh okay, we're really doing this. Yeah. Not just like an experience. It was, it was good. Like, I mean, they didn't have dryers, which I, I'm now used to. I'd never even asked for a dryer the, when we were here. Yeah. I need a dryer now. That's like, that's a non-negotiable for me at this point. (laughs) I'm sorry, Charlie. Like you're, you gotta get a dryer every time now. Cause I, when you, once you have kids, it changes the game. Like I used to be able to hang dry my stuff and now I'm like, not a chance in hell. Yes. Crunchy and towels, underwear. crunchy clothes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just, I'm now I'm used to it. Like, so I go home and I'm like, that's my luxury. Is I have a dryer. Yeah. But here true. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I want to ask you. So obviously Jamie played in the AHL for several years and then mm-hmm. you guys made the plunge over to Europe. So yes. I kind of want to hear about like what made you guys make that big move. Cause it is yeah. kind of like that first year you go over to Europe. Yeah. It's like a big decision. We, so he played in Connecticut. I was in university and he played in Connecticut for three years. I think it was like the first year that he played because we've been together for 15 years and that's 16 years that he's played. So he was in Connecticut and I was just like their girlfriend, the young girlfriend who was in university. And I get a confirmation flight in my email, like, oh, you have a flight to New York. And I'd be like, but even actually before that, we were best friends for like six months. Then the one time on my birthday is like, check your email. And I had a confirmation flight to New York to go visit him. And we were just friends. Like I, for me and my girlfriend, we were just friends. He flew me down. And then when I got home, 
So I was still like, I gave him the talk in the garage. Like we're just best friends. Like I can still make out with them. And like, <laughs> but I was like, we're still best friends. Like, and like flew home and like got home. He got, he had flowers delivered with a balloon that said like, thank you for coming. And I remember being like, what the heck am I doing? Like, how am I not dating this guy? My girlfriend was like, what are you doing? And we were introduced <laughs> from like my best friend, like growing up, like my best friend. Um, so I was like, what am I doing? Like, so then anyways, from there, like, I think I flew to New York like 12 times that year. Like it was like any weekend that I had off, I was flying to New York and like Amy made no money because at the end of the day I was making them because we were in Connecticut. It's an hour drive to New York. So I was making them drive me to New York because I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. You're, you're there. You might like, as well go. He, yeah. He, he did borrow money from his parents in the summer because I just was always making him go to New York. Like it was, <laughs> I was living the life. And like, I mean, I had like debt beyond debt from, so I was in university. I went for five years for teaching. And so, I mean, I was like, when I first started dating, I was like, I just want to let you know, I come with some baggage. Like I have $40,000 of debt for my school. And he was like, cause he was like, come live with me in, in Houston. And I was like, oh gosh, like, you know, you're going to have to pay my student line of credit. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm obviously not going to work there. And no so I was like, it's fine. To, to like, New York. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was like, so then I'll, so we, we go to Houston and like I said, like I got there and I, well, a felt poor because like, I'm like sitting there, like with my, my university, like I just had so much debt. I feel like it can contribute all these girls, they have like their Denali's and like all this like nice stuff and sitting there with like my t-shirts and like my stone purse and my friggin' I don't even know, like just like horrible style. And like, these girls are like with their stilettos. Are you talking about, then, sorry, I have to interrupt you. Are you talking about Houston. a stone purse? Like a, oh, yeah. like, yeah, like, like the, the Bentley's, like the Bentley's stone purse, like the silver kind of like, they almost look like songs. Yes. Okay. I yes. definitely had one of those. That was the style. 100%. So don't be so hard on your style. <laughs> oh, I know. That's why I was like, Hey, I'm like, I am getting older. Like, but I remember going to Bentley's and getting my little crossover. Like I just, yeah, zero money. And then like, James, like, I'll take care of you. Like, it's fine. And I was like, Oh, that was your first mistake because not that I spent a lot of money, but like all these girls are going out. And like, it was such a great group. And Houston was like forever. My I just have like the biggest soft spot for it. We honestly just, we lived in a, a community with like a pool in front of us. I would, we'd bring the margarita machine. We'd make daiquiri or margaritas <laughs> at the pool. We'd have wine. I'd peek out my window. I'd see who was there. Jane would bring his guitar. Like it was trouble. It was karaoke and machine. So, yeah, literally. Oh my gosh. Like, don't get me started on that. I'm like his and number one he, karaoke fan. He hasn't actually ripped out his, his mic. Cause I was like, you bought that for yourself. His karaoke mic is his best friend. Okay, um, but he's actually like good because I think the first few times you posted like he's videos, legit. they were like yeah. funny, like like he was like trying to be funny. But I'm like, wait, he's actually good. <laughs> you know what? Like, okay, so this is he's he's really good. Like he's really good at playing guitar. He's a perform. He's a performer. Like I would say his voice is medium to good. Sorry, Jamie. I know you're back. <laughs> I'm looking at me. His voice is medium to good, but he's such a good performer. And he's got like such a fun, like just, he just gets the crowd going that it makes it that he's like, you, you can't help but not love it. 
It's like, he's so good. I'm like, okay, yes, he's good. <laughs> yeah, like his don't, dream, don't, uh, don't build him up dream, here. <laughs> his dream is literally to have a good voice. Like he's like, for Christmas, like, well, I don't know, one year, maybe give me singing lessons. And I was like, oh, that actually is like, I should probably do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I, I haven't done it. And we're not home maybe because if he doesn't retire, I mean, he's going to retire this year, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So he says, yeah, no, I know. I know. I have, that's a whole other story. <laughs> oh yeah. No, Houston was amazing. And then we actually on our anniversary, like we had an anniversary or uh, engagement party and then he resigned in Houston and then, but I see, I have my degree in teaching and I'm like, if I don't teach and I lose it all, like I'll never have a backup plan. So then that's why, like, literally, I'm not lying to you. I mean, we were Vienna for six years, VLOC for four years. This is our fourth year. Um, I, I've never made a play. I've never been here for playoffs. I always am home three to four months a year. And people, a lot of people don't understand that, but I literally do it because a, I was like, I have a degree. I, if I didn't go back to teach for half the years that I teach, I'd be so lost because everything is all computers now. Like everything is, there's no more textbooks and like it's everything is online and everything. Like I would be so behind, so behind. And like, that was like my number one thing. I just wanted to, I just wanted to be able to have a job and not just like rely on what him. Yeah. And so did right? you, I actually didn't know that was why you go back and forth. Yeah. So that, well, you so that was before your- children. That was before kids. Okay. So I always, like, like I said, I lived with him, Houston, the first year fully second year. Um, I was back and forth. And then from then on, I would pick up a contract. Like I've done kindergarten. I've done grade 12. I've done grade 10. I've done uh, parenting, uh, name it. I even did grade 10 math and I'm horrible in math. <laughs> Absolutely horrible, horrible. My anxiety level, I would FaceTime my sister in the morning, like who's a math genius. Um, and I would be sweating, like sweating and like almost crying to be like, just teach it to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I just actually like last this year, just coming year, I did a grade seven and eight for, mm. oh, I was the gym teacher for three months, two months, which was Jackson's, uh, like I was able to teach Jack gym. And then, um, then I did grade seven and eight and I forgot it had math and I was sweating. Like, I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I got to say that eighth grade, that eighth grade algebra is a bitch. It's, I was like, as if I'm getting algebra of all the, I'm like, (laughs) give me like, give me like something else. Just I'll even do like stats. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, yeah, that was two weeks of, of a lot of tears of being like, okay, I can do this. It's one thing to know the math. That's another thing to teach the math to like, pretend like, you know what you're talking about. All right, guys, I want to take a quick second to pause and talk about the Nashville retreat that I put together for the women in our hockey community. The retreat is May 18th to May 21st, 2022. It's a Wednesday to a Saturday, and I am so, so excited for these few days with you guys. We have 19 amazing girls signed up, and if you are new to this community or if you've been following along this entire time, this retreat is not going to be something that you're going to want to miss. We're going to have amazing meals together, workouts, group hangouts, group bonding, and also there's the flexibility to go off and do your own thing. If you want more information, send me a message and I can send you our complete itinerary included with pricing. 
you have the option to book a double room, a triple room, and a quadruple room. So there can be up to four people in your room or a minimum of two people in your room. So grab your hockey bestie from any hockey season that you miss and join us in Nashville for our Nashville retreat. So then, um, yeah, then we, with Jackson, then we had Jackson. So we had Jackson in Vienna. And oh, so (laughs) that's why. Okay, so Vienna is a great spot to have another child. However, when we went they were like, okay, there's like three shifts. The first shift, there's like, there's two shifts that are only like that they can speak English. And then there's a whole shift. That's like all German speaking. Like no one speaks English. (laughs) Don't we get there when I'm in full labor and they're like, oh, it's the German shift. I was like, this has got to be a joke. It's got to be a joke. And so finally, like by half the shift, um, this, this girl comes in and she's like, Oh, I love her so much. So she, she was the midwife. And cause it was all midwives, the where like Semmelweis or whatever it's called. It's all midwives in Vienna. It's very natural. Like I should have had a C-section for sure. And um, like, they pretty much put peppermint under your nose and they're like, Oh, you're good. Like, did you want it? Was just a very, Oh, well, it's a Sunday there. And Sundays they don't do epidurals, but the guy was there. Shut. Okay, stop, yeah. stop, 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 stop. We have to stop. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. What do you so, mean and- on Sundays they don't do epidurals? Well, the guy's like, he's here for a certain amount of time and then he's gone. So I was like, okay. So he gets there. I get an epidural because I'm five centimeters. I get the epidural and then he's like, And then when it wears off, it's done. Like it's done. And like, I've had an epidural when Joey's birth, that was like, honestly, like the the best best birth And the, oh my God. It was like, I was laughing. I was down. I was, oh, my sister was there. I, they were like, don't push. And I was like, no, it feels so good. Like, oh, it was so good. And then I, with Jason's birth, I literally, Jamie thought I I died. Like my, so, (laughs) I mean, I don't want to get into graphics, but it was, it was horrible to the point that Jamie thought I died. Like he was like crying, thinking that I had, my eyes were rolling back. They were on my stomach, like pushing my rib cage. It was, it was horrible beyond horrible. He said, he even like got into like at the lights, he was driving and he was at the lights and he was like, like, just kind of like in shock. Like, he's like, I just stood there and like the light went green and I just didn't know what to do. Like, I just stood there like in shock of what I just seen because it was crazy. Absolute shooketh that they don't yeah. do epic. I'm sorry, no. we don't choose to go into no. labor on a Sunday, okay? And if I want an epidural, you better give it to me. And the thing, the craziest thing is like even um like Hannah who plays on your team, like we yeah. are close yeah, friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, like she said, like she had a similar epidural story, and I had a similar yeah. epidural story, and Dana had a similar. It's like this is not just a coincidence. They do not want to give no. you an epidural here. That's At just all. what it is. Bottom line, and I think that they can. They're like, oh my gosh, the baby's coming right now. No more time for an epidural. But it's like, no, I'm probably actually at an eight right now, but you're saying I'm at a ten, yeah. so technically you can give it to me. You just don't want to, and I'm pretty sure no. like that's what happened to me too. Where like so I you was- didn't get one. No, like he gave it to me, but it didn't work. And I was like, I literally went, yeah, mine didn't work. Mine did not work, but like, that's bullshit. Yeah. It didn't that's work. What I'm like, gathering. Cause that's what I've heard from so mm-hmm. many people where people are saying, oh, it didn't work. No, I just think they don't do it. Like, I think they don't they want put, to, I think they, they would put, rather like, put maybe, ginger under your nose and be like, oh, yeah. you, like, it's so natural. Like, oh, this is the great, like, <laughs> like, honestly, they just don't want to do it. 
It makes so, me so And I just mad. remember being like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to have another one because it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. I mean, my midwife was unbelievable. She stayed after her shift so she could deliver. I can't even say like enough. She was unbelievable. Um, and like, I'm t- like when they roll you in to do the little stitching up, it was like actually like took their time and it was like it in like a nice room. And like they, that part was, was really professional and good. Like, but in, in terms of like, when you're in labor, you're like, I was doing every type of position. I was doing squats. I was like up on the bed. Did I was you just down. demonstrate. <laughs> oh, I was, my arms are flailing. Your voice went like away from like the head. Oh, oh no, I'm totally making the actions of what I was doing on the bed. Cause I'm French. I talk with my hands. Like my you're hands French. are always first language. Yeah, like Jack, that, so this is why Jackson I'm, I've not put him in school here. Like, this is why we go, we're home all the time because I'm a French teacher. I were full French. I only, I used to only speak French with Jackson. He's literally like a little French man. Oh, like an accent, like speaks like, mm -hmm. but I it's, we come, my whole family comes from Montreal. Okay. So, and we're five girls in my family, two sets of twins. So like, I thought I was going to have twins because there's my older sister, my twin and I, and then another set of twins after us. Blair told me that because we were texting yeah, last night. Five under was, five. I can't five under five. Like, like, I can't even handle. I said to Jamie, there was someone on the internet that just ha- is having their fourth child. And I looked at him and I was like, whoa, wow. <laughs> like they must love kids. I love kids. I'm obsessed. I'm a teacher. I love kids. My children are my life. I <sighs> cannot. I'm a hot mess with two. I cannot even picture adding a third. Like I just, like, I'm like, how did my parents have five girls under five? I, it blows my mind. It but blows my mind. Like you have twins and then you go on the next time they're twins again. <laughs> and they're oh twins. My God, I mean, but, well, no, no. So what happened no. <laughs> was my mom went to go. So they thought her after my, the three of us, they were like, Hey, like I have good news. I have bad news. She thought she was having a u- utopic pregnancy. They didn't want more kids. So she went, she's like, you have good news, bad news. She's like, okay, well, what's the bad news? And it's like, well, and talk, my French mother is like the Frenchest. So like, I, can I get a heist cappuccino? Like she is very much super accent. <laughs> so she didn't know if she was understanding the doctor properly, but he's like, well, the, the bad news, or he goes, the good news is you don't get, have to get an operation. It's not a utopic pregnancy. Like everything's good. It's like the bad news could be good news. And she was like, okay. And he's like, but you're having another set of twins. And my mom was like, what? <laughs> oh yeah you're having another set of twins so she called my dad she's like are you sitting down like we're oh, having what? another set of twins what oh yeah did your five under say? five he's an angel because you know we get our periods every month and he'd be like okay girls what do you need wings no wings plastic applicator <laughs> cardboard applicator I'm like oh my god bless your soul I mean oh that's god. just like, what happens when you have a girl dad super dad super dad and like honestly there's just never been testosterone in our house it's just always been like and we're always on our period at the same time. Like it just happens. <laughs> that's that's so, terrifying. Six women, six women in a house. Like I'm all on a period at the same time. Five? Well, and I remember like, so the border wouldn't let me in one time with Jamie. Like they wouldn't let me in because they're like, you don't, don't have a visa for Houston my first year. And they were like, no, you can't like, you don't have a visa. To, and I was like, oh, like I just got engaged. Like I, can I go for like like the amount of like, he's like, no, like I can't allow you in my, my dad. He's like a like little, like dear soul. He had his hands in his pockets 
And he's like, well, what, what do you mean? And like, so he had his hand and he, or he puts his hands up. He's like, do you have a, or what did he say? The guy's like, sir, take your hands out of your pockets. My dad's like, what? He goes, no, but like, do you have a daughter? And the guy was like, he's like, no. He's like, well, if you did, you would understand. Like, I'm upset right now that you're not like, he was like, had my back. He's like, I'm getting you in girl. Like you're going, you're going to Houston. Like she just got engaged. They're just two lovers that want to be together. I'm like, oh. Oh, like the things he's had to put up with, with five girls. I'm like, I can't even imagine. Oh, and I'm yeah. sitting here like having a hard time with my two. Like, I that's mean, when I was like, hard. no, I, I think we're done. Yeah. We're done. But I think like two, I mean, you could change your mind once you're done with this hockey life. Cause that kind of does throw a little bit of a different element into the whole thing. Well, well, that's the thing. So we, so like I said, I've never made a playoff. I've always, so no one, some people understand, some people don't. And I'm like, you don't need to understand. Cause people are like, how do you guys do four months without each other? And I'm like, honestly, I do it for my kids. So Jackson is such a Sarnia boy. Like the thing is both of our families are from the same city. He has his whole entire family, my entire family, nobody left. All of my best friends are still in the same city. Like literally it's, it's the best case scenario. Like we, everyone is in the same city. So Does he Jamie doesn't want to leave. French? Gosh, no. Okay. God, I, and I try to quiz him sometimes. I'll like say a French word, like, what does like Yacy mean? And he'll be like, oh, Sunday. Like, <laughs> he is like, I'm like, I've been with you for 15 years. Like, how would you not know <laughs> more word. than you know? That's all we ask. <laughs> right? Like, he's like, oh, I know. Right. You say that all the time to stop. And I was like, yeah, good. I'm happy that you know. Right. Cause that's good. That means stop. Um, like stop what you're doing. Stop. Okay. Yeah, stop. All right. see. All right. Stop. <laughs> and he knows when I get the, all right, it's like, you need to stop now. But yeah. But I'm, that's, that's I'm so not serious. strict. I'm so not strict. Okay. So I stay home. I literally stay home because so Jackson's a December 28th baby. Right. Okay. So he's like the, so in Canada, he's the babiest of the baby. Like he should be in grade one, but he's in grade two. Okay. Teacher, yeah. December always hard. Cause you never know which. Yeah to put them yeah. in because they're like always kind of younger. Right. Right? We don't even have a choice. Like he just would be like, he was three days off from the cutoff of being a whole other year. He should be grade one, but he's in grade two. Like, because obviously he was three days, like whatever. So I'm, I was like, I can't. And he already like, we're not has some resentment, but like has a little bit of anger issues coming back here. And I, and I just say that because he just loves being home. He just wants English friends so bad. Like he'll be like at the lollipop, like the play things. Like, I think I found a friend. He speaks Aww. English. And I'm like, Oh my God. He's just, he's so social. He craves friends. And like there, it's so nice. There is a few kids. Well, there is a boy that, that's six, which is great. They're, but he speaks German. So they play great together, but it's not this. It, it's just, it, he just wants someone to like communicate with. Yeah. You know? Is that hard like for said, him like, to like, it's insane. Mm, that's so it, it's, sad. it's cause he's like, he's like old so enough sad. to so like, I know what's going always on. Stay home. I give him a head start. It's mm-hmm. exactly it. Yeah. It's, it's just, he's old enough to like, and just leaving everything behind. And he's old enough to like, know. like, uh, I don't even know how to explain that. This is like where it gets tricky because it's, it's hard for Jamie and I, cause Jamie's like, okay, we put our kids first, no matter what, if I would have put him in German, he's not, he's going to be learning French, English, German, 
we're only here for one, like, we're like, we're here for two more years, like not anymore. Now we're here for, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're here for like one more year. So what's the point of putting him into German when I could be like, you know, he could be getting a head start with his French. Then I can teach him a little bit of English. And like, I just knowing he's like a, as a teacher, you know, your December and November babies. I truly feel like the maturity and just they're just babies. Like he was in school full time from eight 30 to three 30 back home at three and a half years old. Like, wow. It, it's crazy. Like he, he just had pooped on the toilet like a week before because he was still wanting to poop in his diapers. Like, yeah, it's just, it's it, so anyways, he was kind of the baby. And honestly, I'm like, I just cannot, I was such an overachiever in school. I had anxiety if I wasn't doing well. And I'm like, I can't, could not be, I couldn't live with myself if I like caused him to be behind. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Like it would be devastating to me. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm going to just always stay home for three, four months while he's in school, get him a head start, do some stuff in books here while I'm here and like catch him up. But like last year he went to school here, German school. They don't learn one thing until they're six years old. Jackson's class was full on reading, writing insane amounts of work in grade one. And here he wouldn't have even, he would have just started the alphabet. Mm -hmm. Like literally just started his alphabet and learning how to write his name. Well, he wrote his name at three and a half because he had to be ready to go to school. Like it's the school. And I get that it's you play. And until your, your brain is ready to learn, you learn when you're six, like you start to learn whatever. I just, I was like, uh-uh, <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. So then last year he went from here from 8.30 to 11.30 school, like, cause we were here for like a hot minute again, two months last year, I think. And then to real school. And he cried the first day. Cause he forgot. He was like, where's the kitchen? Like, where, where's the, where's the play area? And I'm like, Jack, it's, this is desks now. Like it's writing and reading and he was just like, what? Because he went from playing in a kitchen in yeah. Beelock to literally sitting at a desk with a mask and plexiglass. Oh, so like, hard. And he was just like, I can't do this. Totally adapted. It was totally fine. But like, what a change from like school here to school there. And I'm like, I can't bring myself to let him fall behind. So I stay home. And you know what? I The best thing is. I have so much trust in Jamie. Like, I, I mean, I don't think, I think it's, it's a hard thing to be away, but I get a routine over there. He does his stuff here. He's like super lonely, but he's a fireplace now. And he watches the fire. When he's bored. <laughs> it's like, Oh, it's okay. I'm just staring at the fire. And I'm like, Oh, I'm so sorry. But like, we just have so much trust in each other. And like, it just works. And for some people that sounds crazy. And it's like, Oh God, they don't even want to be together. Like they're four months, not seeing each other. And I'm like, yeah, but like, it works for us. And honestly, it makes us even more in love when we see each other again. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, how did I survive without you? And then he's like, super dad. When he comes back, like, he's like, he lets me sleep in. He makes, he cooks the meals. He does everything. Then I'm like, after like a month, I'm like, Hey, I got to pick up my slack. Here. <laughs> like I took way too, like I took advantage. Yeah. So now I'm like, Hey, I got to <laughs> I got to like work my way back up to like, I'm such a great wife and mom, you owe me. Yeah. It, but at the end, of, you know what it is? It's the diabetes. That's, I have three children. I have Jackson, I have Joey, 
and I had type one diabetes. Let's talk about that. So I remember we talked about this vaguely over Instagram, but you Mm. were saying that you think that he got it when he got sick from school. So tell me a little bit about just like what that has like looked like for you guys. Okay. So I'll, I'll even like bring you back to the starting. So we, so diet, like we, okay. So diabetes does not run in our families. Like nobody that we know, I mean, type two, but then I like type one and type two are completely, completely, completely opposites. Like they're not, it's not the same thing. So we, he gets hand, mouth, foot two times. Like he gets, he think it was like very close together, hand, mouth, foot, hand, mouth, foot or gastro or something like that. So after that, he like kind of started declining. Like he would get fevers. And then I had booked a trip to go see one of my girlfriends in Vienna. This was the first year here. So this was three years ago, actually. Yeah. Three years ago to like, yeah. So we had booked a trip to Vienna. I was going with my, with the two kids by myself, took the train. And like, I just remember him sleeping a lot. Like I was like, okay. And then we were visiting. I was meeting up with the Holtz apples, um, in Vienna, like at the mall. And I had a little skateboard on the, on the stroller and he would just pass out in the basket, like full blown passed out in the basket. Joey was like, obviously in the stroller. And then I'd be like, okay, this is strange. And he had just finished like a chocolate muffin of all things. So you could just imagine what his blood sugar would be at like skyrocket. So he would pass out. Then we would like do something. He'd be passing out. Then the next, when we got back, I was like, okay, like kind of a red flag. Like, why is he so tired? Like, why is he passing out? Then I thought it was a mom win. Cause I went to one of Jamie's games. I had both kids passed out on me and I was like, this is beautiful. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, oh man, your sugar was probably like in 30 So then the next day I'm meeting up with the girls at a kid's cafe here. He must have drank six cups of water in the span that we were there and went to the washroom six times. And I could smell that it was very fruity, but even the day before Jamie brought him to the mall and he was like, he just had a three minute pee and it literally smelled like Cheerios. I'm like, what? He's like, you know, I've never, like, I've never in my life heard a pee that long ever. Like, he's like, and I have big peas. So then I was like, okay, red flag. So when we were playing and he was peeing like every whatever, I was looked at the girls and I'll never forget. I looked at the two girls. I said, guys, I've Googled what I think is happening. And I think he's got type one diabetes. They were like, Danielle, stop it. Like no chance. And I was like, no, I know I'm a hypochondriac. I'm very paranoid. Ask my friends. They would tell you all about it. I'm like, no, no. Google told me like, no, he's been having like muscle cramping in his legs at night. Every single sign was ticked off fatigue, drinking a lot, peeing a lot, fruity breath, fruity smell in his urine. Um, just uh, irritable. Like I would be talking to him and it was like, I was talking to the wall. I was like, okay, no. And then the next Jamie was on the road that night. I said, no, I can't even Jackson was like horrible. He was like shaking the stroller. I couldn't even like get to him. I have no idea. I said, James, we got to get him in. And he was fate. Like he looked at the symptoms. He's like, Holy shit, Danielle, he's got type one. So then we called the doctor right away. And he was like, Hey, like I'm very busy, but you know what? Come first thing in the morning. I'll see you for, he's like, we'll just check it. It's going to be fine. He's going to be nothing. This doctor is amazing. And he's so busy. And he like literally comes to our house to help her. Like amazing. The doctor here we're obsessed with. So Jamie goes in, 
and I'm with Joey at home and I will never forget my, the text message that he sent me. So he's in the hospital or he's at the clinic and he goes, holy shit. And I wrote, I knew the second he wrote, holy shit. I'm like, oh my God, I had goosebumps. I was holding Joey. I fell on my knees and I was like, no, no. And then he sent a picture of Jackson with like a little band on his arm and um, like taking blood. And he was like, Danielle, he's, he's got type one. And I remember being like, it was my entire room was black. Like Mm. I just sat, I just held Joey. And I was like, this is, no, this is not, this is not real. And then I started Googling type one and like not realizing it is completely it. Like I talk about it now and I don't, I don't cry. Like, like you couldn't even say the word type one diabetes and my, like the word disease. I was like, I would ball my eyes out. Like I probably needed to talk to a therapist so bad. And I, I didn't cause I had good support system, but I should have, because I remember being like, Jamie's like, I'm going to have to stay at the hospital for 10 days with them. We're going to have to fly home, learn all about it. I remember going, Oh my God. So I wanted to be a nurse. That was like, my dream was to be a nurse, but I'm like, I'm not going to be a nurse. I can't even hold a needle. Like, I don't, I don't like needles. Now my life was all needles. Like, I'm like, yeah, what is like, it was insane. So Jack, Jamie ends up staying in the hospital for five days with Jackson didn't leave his site. Like, I mean, I went there for like quick visits here and there. I was so afraid of needles. I was like, Hey, Jamie, you have this, but like, he was going to fly. He flew home with us. And then I was on my own. I was like literally on my own. And I would not, I swear to you for the first 10, 10 days, I didn't hold a needle. I was in denial. Like he doesn't have, like, this isn't real. This is a night. Like, this is, this is not real. And I remember flying and we were like, okay, the doctor's like, okay, this is this many carbs. This is this many carbs. And this is this many carbs. And Jamie and I are looking at each other like, oh my God, oh my God. What do we, Very what do, we do? What do we do? And then yeah. we had our Tupperware with like, okay, this bun is 30 grams. This, he must've got like seven needles in like the airplane. Jamie was like shaking, giving him his needles in the airplane. I had all of my Tupperware of like, but the thing that they don't tell you about diet type one diet, like not that they don't tell you, but the hardest part about those five days was he was so used to being high. His blood sugar was high that he, it, he's constantly hungry. So for those first, for the first month, he wants to eat the entire day, the entire day. So to tell him like, well, no, you have to wait 20 minutes. Cause insulin actually doesn't work until 20 minutes. Like the hum, this humalog kind that we had. So he had to wait 20 minutes before food, but you couldn't give him too many carbs because they had to see his carb ratio. So he was having to eat like free foods. So cheese, meat, cucumbers, celery, like it's things that didn't have many carbs because it, 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 his, his sugar would skyrocket. So I remember like the first low that he had, he was like a 2.3 and like, that's like, and he had passed out because it was, he was just, he'd never been a two, he'd never been normal for two months at least. Oh, it was devastating. Like I, I said to Jamie, like, I don't know how we got through how I got through that first month without him, because it it was a nightmare. Like I was like, not even wanting to leave. I didn't know like my, his whole life depended on my decisions. Yeah. Literally. 
I mean, like just as a mom hearing that, I can only imagine how scary that must have been getting that news. And up at this oh. point, he's seven now. So does he? Yeah. I mean, so is he this was, just he kind just of turned four. He's just turned four. So he'll post like in a year, it'll be like half of what he like. I don't know if I would have rather him have it when he was 10 or if he was four. Like, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't, cause they say like, you know, he, that's all he's going to know. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. However, I catch him asking sorry when they're going to find the cure for diabetes. And I'm like, Oh, like, poor guy. He's like, sorry, when is the cure? And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, don't, don't do that to me. So does <laughs> like, he understand like, at this age, like what's going on? So he, like, he, like the other night we were laying in bed and he was, he asked me something. Um, he thinks he saw the tooth fairy and he was like, well, maybe she let me see her with her sparkles because I'm special. And I was like, what do you mean you're special? He goes, well, I'm different. Like I have diabetes. Maybe she felt bad for me. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yes, you're right. The tooth fairy for sure felt bad for you. And she was like, I'll let you see my sparkles. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I feel like now, like he's accepted it. So at first, that's what I, at first he had to have like 10 needles a day. And that was devastating. Like, I remember we all had gastro. (laughs) You just went that, and I'm like, girl, I I feel you. We were in Vienna. He had just had it. I had it on the, like on the airplane. It was horrible. So he was just sick. He had just been sick. Actually, when a diabetic, when a diabetic is sick, okay. They need more insulin because their blood actually turns like they say ketones. You you can start to get ketones. If your ketones are too high, you can go into diabetic ketoacidosis, which is DKA, which is like literally like you can die. So he had crazy ketones, his blood sugar. I could not get him above a 20 or under a 20. And our blood sugar is like a five. So imagine he's a, he's a 20. And we like, we're running out of five. So I'm in the airplane, the lady above me and he's fidgety because obviously like he's, he's, his whole body is out of whack. And so I'm giving him like needle after needle, just pumping insulin into him, pumping insulin, trying to bring him down. I have Joey who's six months on my, no, Joey would have been a year or 18 months at that time. Joey on my thing, trying to get her to fall asleep. Jackson's just kind of fidgety. So the lady in front of me turns around. She's like, miss your son's kicking my seat. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'll make him sit on his feet. I'm just trying to get her to sleep and like, I'll monitor it. I'm so, so sorry. Like I'm such a people pleaser. I'm like, I will kill her with kindness. This was like recently, right? This was like a cup. Yeah. This would have been well, two years, three years, two years ago. I'm like, I'm going to kill her with kindness. I'm just going to be like super nice because whatever. So then five hours goes in. And like, he'd had his iPad, he'd had his Nintendo. I was trying to get him like Play-Doh or something, but like, you know, when like the, when you put the, um, the tray down, like it kind of like moves a little bit. She turns around again and she goes, miss, is there like not something else you could give him? Like, he's just still like kind of moving my seat around. I started bawling and I said, I don't know if you've noticed, but I had given my son 10 needles and I showed her all the needles in my little needle bag. I've given him 10 needles since I've been sitting here. He has type one diabetes. I said, he's got ketones right now. He's not doing good. I'm trying my best. I have an 18 month old on me. So then she looks at me. She's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. She's like, does he need a juice box? I'm like, no, 
I'm like, no, he doesn't need juice box. Actually, that would probably kill him. Like, no, I didn't say it like that, but I was like, he does. That's the last thing he needs is a juice box. I'm like, he needs insulin. So then I'm like, I like gathered my thoughts and I went to the, I went to the back of the plane and I had her and I had Jack and like, I'm like, I'm an emotional person, but I like can keep it together. So I'm like crying a little bit. And the stewardess was like, are you okay? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. No, I just, um, I just said, oh, he's got type one diabetes. And the girl's like, oh, no. like, is that contagious? And I'm like, oh girl, what? Oh my God. So ignorant. So I was just like, I can't. So I went back to my seat and the girl again was like, after like a, an hour, she's like, I apologize again. And I said, Hey, take this as a lesson learned. You don't know what people are going through. Like, you just don't know what people are going through. Like I, but even at that, like the men in front of me were like, oh my God, like, I'll take your bag. I'll take this. I'll take that. I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, I'm totally fine. It's totally fine. I was just like, but, and then the like the lady was just like beside herself, like apologizing, but I'm just like, you just don't know what people go through. Like, and I was already like so scared because we had tested him and it was like, he should have been in the hospital with the ketones that he had. But he's like very much, I want to say like, he like thinks he's brave, but like, he's still in his head thinks there's going to be a cure. And like the pump has been like an absolute game changer for us because honestly, Jamie and I used to take shifts. Like I'd be like, Hey, I'm going to have the 10 and the 12 o'clock. You have the one and the three o'clock. And we'd have to take shifts through the night to go scan his arm to see what his number was at and then give him needles, wake him up in the middle of of his sleep to give them needles and give them a juice box. So and now we like, what is, what is, what does it look like now? So, so now it looks like, that's why I said now, I mean, the, like the girls here this year would not probably think that it's as, is as not, I don't want to say severe, but like as intense as it was the girls that saw me last year and the year before, because now with this pump, if he's high, he beeps and he's on this auto mode that like, it trickles insulin in the background all day. And then when he starts to go high, it like trickles more into him. And when he goes low, yeah. And when he goes low, he beeps. And then like, I mean, he's like a, if he's like a 3.9 with three arrows down, it means like he's shooting fast, like he needs sugar fast. And like, so he's beeping. However, like when he's doing sports, he's got to be unclipped. We don't really know what his number is. I'm like, do I give him sugar? Do I prick his finger? Like there's a lot of hidden things that were like, it, it, it takes a lot of joy out of a lot of things. Like I was so excited for hockey. And then I'm like, shit, he can't play with his pump. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Call Taylor Voss. I'm like, what does Taylor Voss do? Cause he's got diabetes and he was in Vienna. And, um, like, I'm like, what, what do they do? Like, you know? And so I would unhook him and then just, I would try and get a signal. I would try to go by the bench and like put his pump by the bench to see if like I could get his number at some point. And then I'd look at the coach and be like, Gatorade, Gatorade, like he needs Gatorade. Like, and like, you have to be the parent to be like, oh, here's the juice box for my son because hopefully he doesn't go low. He's on you. That's scary. (laughs) Just like the little things like that, that like, it just like, and the thing is, he's a really good sport about it. Like he knows he's obsessed with sports. He's obsessed with soccer. He's obsessed with everything that is active. And he knows that like, sometimes I'm like, buddy, no, you're low. You got to sit out. Like until your sugar goes back up, you have to sit out. And he's Mm. just like, okay. Okay. Uh, even yeah. though so the, you're like used to it at this point, I feel like it's still probably so hard to see your kid go through that. And I was like, I'd be so angry, not angry, but like when people are like, what's well, going to be your new normal? I'm like, 
no, it's not going to be my new normal. Like I was in such denial. And then now I'm like fully accepted it in my life. And I'm like, it is my new normal. Like Mm -hmm. it sucks. And it like, we, this is so sad, but like Joey eats all the time right now. And like, she has like, and then she was drinking a lot. Jamie the other night was like, I couldn't sleep up at 1am. I sat down downstairs and like, can we check Joey's finger in the morning? Like, I don't know. She's been peeing a lot. She's been like always hungry. And I'm like, the fact is we have those thoughts behind our head because so we woke up in the morning. He's like, I couldn't sleep. He's like my, like my anxiety, like my heart was going so hard, like beating so fast. And so Joey walked down and I was like, but like, we've checked her finger. Like, I want to say a handful of times because you know, when, when you suspect it, like we have the stuff here to check her. Right. So we're like, but we just have to check you. And she screams bloody murder. And she looks at her finger that has her little poke. And it's like the most dramatic thing in the world. So we went and checked her and she was fine. But like the relief on our faces, cause Jamie's like Jackson, we never thought he could deal with it. And he was an absolute rock star. but Joey, she's a whole other, she screams so loud. Any boo-boo. I like, she like has a little bit of like arachnophobia or something like she just like or like she's like paranoid like if there's like any blood she screams like you would I would not if Joey has diabetes that's what Jamie and I said like I don't even know what we would do I I don't think I would leave my I don't know what I would do it would be like the worst thing ever but like the thing is is a lot of people like well at least it's not cancer and you're like no yeah you're right you're right I get that all the time you're right I am so thankful that it's not cancer, but every single day is life or death. I mean, it's like, sounds so like, um, like so dramatic, but it's true. If there is no drug in the world that if you give too much, you can die. If you don't give enough, you can die. Literally. So scary. It's, It's so scary. So we're like every single I mean, and like, I'm like, my God, his poor girlfriend. Like, I mean, he's not the first person to have diabetes, but I'm like, I just like hope he gets someone like, cause like the middle of the night, he can hit a two and just not wake up. Like mm. it's as the people don't know the severity of it. And I will say I had a friend and um, bless her soul. She just didn't know much about diabetes. And so when it first happened, I went over to her house and I was like, oh yeah, like I have, like he's got diabetes. And she was like, oh my God, like they thought my son had it. But like, honestly, I cut out processed foods and he was totally fine. And I looked at her and I was like, Ooh, like in my brain, I'm like, you think I fed him bear paws, chocolate glazed Timbits and <laughs> all of the fruit snacks. And that's why he got diabetes. I'm like, girl, if it comes out that Tim Hortons has like chocolate glazed donuts, if it causes diabetes, I'm like, then, okay, then I get it. <laughs> like, so I'm like, he got it from being sick. You think so 80, so 80% of type ones. It's the way that is environmental, by the way. So it's literally just a virus. It can be like, I mean, it normally is triggered by a virus. So what it is, is your immune system decides that you get sick and your immune system thinks that the virus is in the pancreas. So what it is, is your immune system actually goes and destroys the beta cells that create insulin or that create insulin. So every time you're getting sick or every time like you're, you know, you get a virus or whatever, it's slowly killing your pancreas where it doesn't produce insulin anymore. So in Jack's case, any 
and he was sick. I mean, he had his immune system was just attacking his pancreas. So type two, like type two, yes. Like it's like, you're, you're making minimal insulin, like, but like Halle Berry, I think has, type. I think she, they came out that she ended up having type two, not type one, but like, I mean, anyone it's genetic. Like I, a lot of my family members had type two diabetes, like grandparents and whatever that's, that's genetic, like mostly genetic, but Mm -hmm. type one is, is literally, honestly, you got unlucky. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is we are not exposed to any viruses. We're not exposed to anything. I'm pro mass. Trust me. Like, I think, I I mean, I I'm kind of at the point now where I'm like, I just want to see my kids faces in the class. Like it's sad. It's a sad thing. I was in the mall today and just like we're here now with masks and it is what it is, but I, I, we're not exposed to anything. So there's so many articles that are like, there is a crazy amount. I think they said kids are three times more. Um, I think 2.5 or three times more apt to get type one diabetes since this pandemic, because they're not, they, they're not exposed to anything. So I'm like, I honestly feel like my my like purpose is to like, and I feel like before I was posting a lot about it, but then I'm like, I'm just probably annoying now. Like, is there a certain type of sickness that might activate type one diabetes? No, no. I, so this is kind of weird. I mean, I say this weird, but, um, we were in an apartment and we just didn't know that you had to open all the windows in European like apartments. We just know that. So we weren't opening our windows. We had a, a room that was like kind of on like the outside of, of the apartment, not outside, but like a little bit to the corner, we weren't opening the windows. Long story short, there was mold in the room. So we had to like get someone to come take the mold out, whatever. And so like in my head, I kept seeing like articles, like, Oh, sometimes mold trigger it, whatever. And I'm going no way. But then, like I said, this could be a coincidence, but there was a little boy on the first level of the same apartment that got type one diabetes last year that I heard of. And I was like, Whoa, what if it's like the water, like the something of that. But I mean, like I, you never know, right? Like I obviously could be totally, it's for sure. Coincidence. Like, I mean, it's for sure just whatever, but honestly, it's a, a lot of it is just a virus and it's the way that your immune system works. Like, I don't know if I, if it would have been better if he was older, I feel like it we, he's so good with it now that I'm like, well, it's kind of behind us. Then we just roll with it. Yeah. It's just crazy. Like how something can trigger like such a severe you yeah. know, disease. And then no one knows about it. Like, I mean, not, I don't want to say no one knows about it, but nobody, not enough people are educated to like, know what to look for. Like I would have never known if I didn't literally Google peeing a lot, drinking a lot, fruity breath, fruity pee. Like I was like, Oh, every single check mark for diabetes. Yeah. Like, I just didn't think of that. I was like, Oh, he's growing spurts, whatever. Like good for you guys yeah. for being like an advocate for him. Cause I think that's really hard, especially like overseas, you know, it's like, Oh, yeah. we're not home. And we're, you know, we'll just, I, I think it's easy to put things off if you think something is wrong, sure. especially if you're like, I'm a hypochondriac like you. Oh and, my God. Um, like, I think Devin, oh, I'm so bad. Wrong. I, I am too. Like my, like my, <laughs> my dad and Charlie, they're like, you need to like figure this out. This is like really bad. Yeah. Cause I just, I'm like, oh my, even like just with like 
being from the like US and like shootings and stuff. I'm like constantly oh, looking yeah. around. They're like, okay, you yeah. need, like I've, I've actually made oh, like Charlie leave somewhere before. I'm like, no, we need to leave right now. There's that guy looks extremely freaky. I'm I'm the exact same. I will leave and go back in my car. If I look into the store and I feel like someone is off. Yeah. And like, I mean, exactly. I don't want to say I judge, but I'm like, nope, he looked at me weird. Yeah. He's no, off. I don't like this vibe. Yeah. He's off yeah. like, or even like yesterday at the gym, Katie and I were like, there was a guy driving all weird. And we were both at our cars. Are we running in our cars? Like, what are we doing? Like, we kind of sat there and I'm like, I'm so in tune with and way too aware. Actually, it's too a fault because the subway in Vienna would get off the subway, literally get off the subway. Cause I'd like, no, that guy had like something that looked like he could, like, it would be like, he could, he could get it going. <laughs> The subway in Vienna scared the crap out of me when all of the stuff from like Paris and the bombings and like all that happened. I literally had severe anxiety going into the subway because I was like looking around to see like, does someone look like they have a vest? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a no, it's, what, like a lot of anxiety, but it like to the person, to true. someone that doesn't struggle that's with something that. like this, it's like, that might yeah. sound crazy, but to me, that's like right? very relatable. I even yeah. find myself like staring at like, and I don't want to say men because- I mean, could do it too, 100%. but like it is yeah. usually men, but like, I'm, I find myself like looking mm. at like men's like pant legs, like to see if anything looks yeah. like there's like oh a gun God. or anything. Like Stop it's like, it. it's, it's so <laughs> bad. It's literally like debilitating. Like it's so awful. I can't even put into words, like how much I just, it, it's exactly the words out of my mouth. Like, and it's worse with it, kids too, because it's like, you are protecting is. your kids with like your entire life. Yeah. And like, to like, I'm yeah. always like. How do I get out of the situation? Like, I'm like my, it's like when I'm out, like I'm not relaxed. Like I, so yeah, I need to know my exits. I need yes. to know where, where I can bolt. Like, where can I go? Vienna gave me a little bit of anxiety after that whole thing. Cause we were going to go downtown for New Year's. I'm like, not a chance. Nope. Yeah. Have you even heard of like apartment buildings, like burning down and stuff? Like I've even like, it's yes. ridiculous. Like I've even yes. thought about like, what if the, what if like we're sleeping oh and like God, the apartments, Devin. like, like it's so bad. It's like unhealthy. Okay. So, well, you're speaking to my soul because I literally cannot even like, I'm like, I have issues. Like I like have a secret way too. like, I'm like, I should be medicated yeah. because I'm like on, I'm a horrible driver. So I get in my car and I'm like, oh gosh, like I'm, uh, something's going to happen to me. Like, and I'm like, I, this is like, Jamie's like, you just diagnose yourself with anxiety. I'm like, no, I'm like severely, like, it's not like paranoid. No, everything. It's, it's like, I mean, it's like more than paranoid. But I, then I can DJ, I can DJ in a, in a little booth and yeah. dance on a bar and be and whatever and, and everything's fine. <laughs> With it's Charlie, so I literally just told him like, yeah, I, I swear a few months ago, I like, cause I was trying, I forget what I was talking to him about, but I said, like, I actually was like talking and he wasn't understanding what I was saying. Like I was yeah. explaining like a fear and he's like, you need to like relax or something. And I was like, I said, I started crying actually. And I said, you need to understand, like, I I'm like a hypochondriac and like, he had never yeah. heard of that before. Cause I don't think I've ever like vocalized it to him. Yeah. And he was like, what well, is that? And I'm like, I'm yeah. literally like, I'm, let me tell you, I'm literally afraid yeah. of everything. I'm afraid of dying. I'm afraid everything. of something happening to me. And he, and he's like, this literally explains so much. <laughs> like this like, explains so like, much. Why am I like, I think you and I actually would be like so good together, but I think like we'd Awful. be like, yeah. 
fucking hot mess. Because <laughs> I feel like we'd be like, Deb, you got this side. I got this side. Like you look to the sure left, look, at the look, pant- to the right. <laughs> look on the pant legs on this side. And I got the pant legs on this side. Make sure that if they're, if they look like they're bulky, like their coats are bulky. Yeah. Oh, really? oh my God. <laughs> but like, I've never like, actually, like I've said that to my friends and they're like, Oh, Dano, like you They are, think you're just being like, dramatic. You're like, ridiculous. no, like I am like, I am like debilitated. Everything right now. Like, I you can't be said, public. everything you said, I have thought and was like, I'm actually ridiculous. <laughs> like that these thoughts run through my brain, like ridiculous. I'm laughing like, I because like, it's like, I've like, I'm completely. I met my agree. like hypochondriac soul sister. <laughs> yeah. Like I won't even go to a concert anymore because I'm so paranoid. Same. Like, I can't. But like I have a super sensitive nose. I don't know if you do. Like a super. Sen- I feel like I smell Same. smoke all the time. I'm literally sniffing cupboards. I'm sniffing my hands <laughs> to be like, is it gonna? Is this gonna be causing a fire? Jamie, do you smell it? Is it? Is this? Is- does smell like smoke to you or is this gonna he's like Danielle I called the landlord I messaged the landlord last year to be like kind of smells like smoke in the room like we just turned our fan our heaters on not really too familiar with the heaters never had them and she was like oh like it's totally fine like it's because it hasn't been used in a while and I was like okay because I thought my room was burning <laughs> yeah like, I thought we were gonna die. I thought I was I thought we were gonna die like I don't want to like put this onto my kids though, because I know it's my issue. And like, honestly, I probably would be better medicated. Like Devin, same. Why can't I just enjoy myself? Like, and just be out and like carefree. Like, and I think Joey kind of has a little bit of it. Cause I was like, no, Corona, Corona. The other day she's like, mom, can I lick my lips or is it Corona? I'm like, oh girl. Like, and I, she won't even lick her fingers anymore. Cause she's like, no Corona. I'm like, oh God, I got to stop. I'm like, I got to stop. Because I, I didn't want Jackson to catch Corona and then he got it. So then I was like, well, whatever. Lick your fingers, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I've like legit like, stalked my parents before. Like one time they didn't answer, like neither of them answered. Of course, my like brain goes to like they've been in a car accident. So then like I'm literally oh my gosh. call them like I literally call them like 15 times. Like this is like psychotic. Like this is actually like stalker no, status. I, I can't. And then they even. finally answered. They're like, sorry. Like they go, they do their hair appointments together and they're like, yeah. we're, we're at our hair appointment. And I was like, I was so worried about you guys. No worry. You have the audacity to answer my phone calls. Like I was like distraught and they were like, done. I've like, done the same so many times, so many times where I'm like, well, no one's answering. I'm going to go to their house. I'm in there around the corner. No, I'm going to go to their house. Well, no, dad has a bad heart. No. Um, no, we got everybody go listening right now is jealous of our husbands. <laughs> do they wish Honestly, that they could see us <laughs> i don't like i i feel like we're very aware we are they are escaping death with us i'll tell you that nothing's happening to them because we positive. have a look we have a lookout for the pant legs we have a lookout to see if <laughs> a little bit of a baggy sweater. Um, and honestly, like my kids, I mean, I, I'm very clumsy, but like, I just cannot even get over the fact that you have the same thoughts in your brain as my, as me Dang. when I'm out. That's what I'm saying. We're so yeah. much alike. We don't even know it. We're so, yeah, we don't even know it. And our husbands are so incredibly lucky. They are so us. lucky. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. They're yeah, the they really are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I'm so glad we did this. This was so fun hilarious because we literally realized that we should secretly be medicated for how for anxious sure and paranoid we are. Like, I don't know if we honestly like should hang out or if we shouldn't. Hang yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you were talking to my soul the whole time. And it's like, yes, I know. Anytime you want to come back to Vienna, you are more than welcome to. Oh, honestly, like I, 
I may actually um, take the train and come because I've done it. I've done it with both kids. Now, like like I said, I'm out of the woods now with my kids. They're at the age now where it's like, here's your, here's your stuff. Like play your Barbies with your Barbie doll. You do you easy breezy. So the, the train over there would be amazing. I just go to the American store, get my, get my ranch and my hot Franks and my, my fix come for a little visit and hop back on the train. Yay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I was so nervous and that you made it so easy.